Hi, everyone. This is Abhi Shake from ShakeTheCosmos.com. If you're listening, please hit the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss out on the weekly episodes that are released every Tuesday. Also, give me a rating that helps me appear in the organic searches. I'm super excited about my guest today, Jerome Farmer. Jerome and I are friends. We, met, we have a mutual friends that we both love. And you know, Jerome has a book coming up and we're going to talk about it. At the same time, Jerome, he's just, he's just a lot of things. And just to cover some of them, he's been a successful, he's a successful, uh, he's had a successful career as an engineer, inventor, and technology consultant. He has three engineering degrees from Stanford, an MBA from UCLA Anderson School. He has several patents and spent many years managing engineering teams and consulting for high-tech firms, movie studios, and Fortune 500 companies. And to get a little bit more personal, he was born and raised in Ann Arbor, Michigan. He's an airline pilot, sailor, scuba diver, and avid traveler. He's explored Tibet, camped in Australian outback, canoed through the Amazon River, and retracted segments of Ernest Shackleton's famous rescue of, of in Antarctic. Jerome's passion for wildlife photography has had taken him to all seven continents, including searching for Komodo dragons in Indonesia, wild macaws, the Peruvian jungle, endangered species in Galapagos Islands, duck-billed platypus in Australia, and white rhinoceros in Botswana. He lives in Solana Beach and. I'm excited that we're getting to talk about today. So, Jerome, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, Abhichek. This is great. This is really awesome. fun. Well, we're going to get right into it. I hear an exciting news that you have a book coming up and would love to know a little bit more. What is, what is this book that you have coming up about? Well, the title is Counterfeit Lover. And it's about a guy who is lost um, financially and emotionally. He's madly in love with this woman and thinks he has no chance to get her. He's a young man who grew up on a farm and his, the woman he is pursuing has dreams of being an actress. So he moves to Los Angeles. He's completely out of his element there, but he's still madly in love with this woman. He hasn't been able to get a job, and a movie studio comes and says, hey, his name's Darren. Hey, Darren, if you let us change your face, then we promise to make you a movie star. So that's the, what the movie's about. He has to decide how much he's going to give up of himself in order to pursue this love. Oh, my God. Uh, really appreciate that. I mean... One of the reasons I'm really excited to talk with you, I've never had like a deep conversation with a fiction book writer. And um, I guess, you know, what... So in terms of like Darren, Darren Clark, that's the main character. And right. um, he has this, these choices and conflicts to make. How did you come up with this, this Darren person? Uh, or what is the process involved, generally speaking, to come up with a character like Darren? Well, uh, it, it combined two things. A lot of my life has been in the engineering world. And a lot of my life has been consulting. I, I've consulted for different studios. And I just saw that there's a great 
passion for like old Hollywood and the nostalgia of Hollywood. But there's also like everything's changing. Everything's becoming digital. And there's all this high tech, this high tech world taking over Hollywood, but still people are interested in all of the old golden age of Hollywood. So I thought, well, what if there was a movie that sort of, or a book that sort of captured what's happening at these movie studios. And, but to me, the best story is about someone who, you know, is put out of his element and really has to pursue things. And especially if it's over love. So the main character is just completely motivated in love, but he's, he just can't, um, adapt to this new environment where all of a sudden he's thrust into the center of Hollywood, really powerful people. And I just wanted um, a story, really, I wanted the story would be like something I would want to read because I love reading. I mean, I'm an avid reader of fiction and nonfiction. And I wanted something that sort of made you think while also like going through this whole process of what love is about so he has to face a lot of issues while he's still pursuing this this love. And to me, um, it was a great process. It took years. I mean, this was not a quick success. This was many years of working, changing, talking, joining writing groups, going to conferences, meeting people, failing with different agents, talking to different people. And, uh, but Every time I failed, it seemed like it was a horrible thing. And then every time I um, came out of the failure, I, I made improvements. And so, so I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, so this, this took years, this, this not just the character, this, this book writing process took years to do. And there are these failures. And um, is there something that like, I guess how come like failure didn't just like you didn't you didn't just stop the process or how did it how did you keep just keep going to continue uh, what kept you motivated or inspired to continue writing about uh, about the about this book? Well, I think the characters when you start spending time with characters, they become your friends, really. And and Darren has a real story. Uh, He's he's an interesting guy. He starts in the beginning of the book just timid and shy and doesn't know how to really project himself into the world, but he knows he has to because he loves this woman. And, you know, I knew that he had an important story to tell. And uh, so he took all these risks and he wasn't a risk taker. And I thought, well, I need to take some risks too. And, so I had failures along the way, and Darren and I both have um, made progress. Oh my goodness! So never, never thought about this. You, you, you essentially have a party going on when you're writing. You've got all these characters that are that are imprinted there. So that's that's super amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good way to say it. You have a party going on. Some characters are not great, and some people are really kind, and some. People have different uh, selfishness or fears, but you get to know them all so well, and that's why it's fun to write them. And then if it's not interesting to me to write, I say, well, I've got to throw it away because it's not going to be interesting to read either. 
Yeah. What is what what do you consider interesting like when you're when you're you were going through this? Um I know you're you're kind of talking about some of the emotion, like what kinds of emotions or interesting things you you're hoping that people would get out of uh reading this type of uh uh book? Well, I think there's three kinds of emotions. One is a conflict when you're just oh gosh, these guys are just fighting. And another one is when you just, your gut's wrenched over the thing the character's going through. He's torn apart. He's soaring with happiness or he's just devastated in something. And then a third type that you don't want to overuse, but I, I like a book that sometimes makes you think a little bit. So Darren has to examine a lot of his ideas. He's, he's got an idea about what love is and this whole process he goes through, makes him re-examine, oh, this is what's more important about love and this is what true love really means. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm someone that's really passionate about love stuff. So, I mean, I, I'm wondering, you know, how far from reality or when it comes to fiction and when you think about love, how close is that to real life? Uh, or uh, how do you kind of balance like real stuff, real love versus something in the book? Well, so I think all the things he faces are very real. He faces fear a lot. He faces thinking that he's not adequate for this woman that he loves so much. He faces jealousy. And then he faces um, just competition from other men. And then he faces his own fears of trying to read what this woman wants. And then he has to decide... Uh, who he is. Is he going to try to sell her on being someone he's not? Or is he just going to show her exactly who he is and say, listen, this is who I am and I love you. So he has a lot of things going on in an interesting environment. That being said, we um, probably, the normal person won't go through what he went through as far as meeting all these powerful people and dangerous situations. But he, uh, the emotions he feels, he he does. We all have a love story, and that's what counterfeit lover is—a love story. And then he's trying to figure out what's counterfeit and what's not in his love story. Oh my goodness! I mean, I, that's these powerful and dangerous situations that he faces. <laughs> I I can only imagine. I mean, of course, what what kinds of situations, without giving away the secret sauce, I guess. We're, we're talking here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give too much of the plot okay. away, but it's um, it's a romantic thriller. So I focused mostly on their characters being a romance, but then probably every chapter, every other chapter, there's some major thrilling thing happening in his life. That, I know, love it. Want interesting things too when you're reading. I love it. And also, I mean, Darren Clark, I know we're talking about him a lot, but it seems like a relatable character as you're saying those emotions. I mean, I've gone those emo I'm, I've gone through fear in dating. I've gone through like all kinds of stuff. Uh, it seems pretty relatable. And I'm, I'm probably not, I'm not aware of the dangerous and powerful situations that he might've gone through. But at the same time, I feel like maybe people can kind of relate to this, this guy. Do you, do you agree? I think so. I, he's just the young everyman character. He doesn't have a 
any career goals. He's very, very poor. He has no, I mean, no future ahead of him, and he has no successful past, especially with women. So everything is a failure so far in his life, and uh, he just feels a lot of passion, and he's gone through a lot of hardships in his life so far. So I think everyone can real like relate to a lot of these these things, and then throw yourself into how he's feeling. We, we've all been we've all been thrown into a situation that we had to just pretend that we could handle, even though inside we had no idea if we could handle it. Totally, and I mean, it sounds like with every chapter there is a new situation, new new uh, new uh, new development that's that that happens. Um, can you tell us a little bit more, or can you tell me a little bit more about this this uh, this love interest of his, um, um, or or I guess whatever you're allowed to talk about? What captures his attention? Well, I'll say this. Um, I guess I can say this. I don't know how much I'm supposed to give away or everything. <laughs> we have a, it'll, some things will be on the book cover oh, and the rest okay. of it won't be. But uh, this is a, a woman that he's known very well since he was a kid. And they were, they were friends a long time. And he's always loved her. Uh, but uh, he's never thought he was worthy of her. And she has some... Uh, her own ambitions and so you get to know her pretty well I mean she's another great friend of mine but the thing is it's first person from his perspective so you 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 know exactly what he's thinking the whole time whether he's right or not about what she's thinking you don't often find out till maybe later in the book when they're talking or you know actions reveal more than speech so you find out uh, what she how she feels as she does different things relating to him. Yeah. I appreciate that. And uh, thanks for sharing that. I mean, I guess makes me, you mentioned something that, that there, that she's also your friend. And I guess this, this idea that you're building these friendships with these characters, like, does that, like, how does that go farewell for you? Because I feel like sometimes the characters take a, weird shape you kind of control their destiny i feel like uh, i guess how does this friendship evolve <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting because you have to make a lot of people you like do bad things or make big big mistakes or just face terrible situations and you know sometimes it'll work out well for them sometimes it won't but uh, they're not i don't know it's like when you watch a movie and you you just lose yourself if it's a good story. And I think if you're a good writer, I mean, I'm not saying I am, but I'm trying to be, you can lose yourself in the story as you're telling it. And I do that. I definitely get in that story and I'm cheering for one side, but I'm making it go um, the different directions. You know, not yeah. always a happy ending, but... I was trying to add a um, something powerful in it. Yeah, I feel like it also kind of makes it very human. Uh, and maybe when the person, when people read it too, they kind of feel that human aspect of that connection uh, as well. Um, that there is this connection between all the characters. Definitely. Um, 
And then, of course, you've got a bad guy or a villain, uh, villain in there um, that as well that's, you know, unhappy. Or no, I guess they, that, that villain also finds out about this procedure and now is, you know, that it's going to create some drama in the story. Um, yeah, there's definitely many villains in his head, but the, the reader starts to find out who's really a villain and who's not. The, the stu- movie studio has this technology that can change people's faces. So when the villain gets a hold of that, uh, it gives him a lot of power. But he has to worry about this villain, but he also you know, is worried about all the people he's jealous of, too, that, that are interested in his love interest. So he has to decide, you know, who am I fighting and who should face face different penalties and and what risk should he take so um he's got a lot of decisions to make and he has to think a lot like what are his values and what is the true thing he loves wow i mean he he doesn't sound too bad to me but i guess in <laughs> but he's he's yeah he's he's creating this conflict huh and then this I mean, would you say there is, you know, like sort of a internal transformation and then an external transformation? Because it sounds like the movie studio has a face modifying procedure, but I mean, it can't, I can't imagine just the physical aspect of it being the only thing that's going to change in people. Oh, not at all. And it turns out he starts to learn that that's one of the smallest things. They change his face, or maybe they do. I can't say whether they do or not. But sure. at some point in the book, the machines get used. I'll just say that. And so he's starting to learn um, what really is important, whether it's external and internal. And then, of course, he starts as a timid person scared of everything and not feeling worthy of any love and the more things change externally he has to face different fears and he changes a lot internally too wow i i feel like we're creating the ultimate teaser here um (laughs) and i really appreciate this i mean i think it's it's kind of cool these friendships these transformations and um i mean uh, what what else is going on that you feel like is maybe something new that you're, you're, you're trying out in this book? I know you've, you've done uh, other books before as well. Um, what's, what might be different that you're, you were maybe trying out in this book? Well, I think in this book, there's a lot of themes going on. So there's definitely the romance theme, but then there ends up to be a powerful friendship uh, with other characters too. I mean, obviously, he has a friendship with his romance, his you know the woman that he loves. But he's got he earns earns some other friendships. He works hard on developing those, and then he's got to have some empathy. I think empathy would be one of the, the themes. And technology and entertainment is sort of a speci- very specific theme, but that's sort of a theme too. How our new technologies are entertaining us and then changing the way the media works and our thoughts. And then there's themes definitely coming of age and valuing 
career versus social and just what's important in society. So there's a lot of themes going on. Yeah. And I feel like some of these themes like feel pretty, well, it's interesting timing or like the world we live in right now, of course, family, friendships and technology. And like, it's interesting timing for all this, um, for all these themes in this book. Uh, um, I guess that's, it's interesting. Yeah, I, th I think so. I, I, as the world goes through a lot of different things in the last few months, I keep thinking how it would affect Darren and how it adds to his story and sort of brings out a lot of things. It brings out ideas he had in a new way and truths that he's learned. All right. And so, I mean, how, uh, how would you say writing, you know, what, what, what has changed? Has, has this writing this book taught you something about um, personally this process or um, uh, any lessons that you might've uh, taken away from it? I think so. I think one thing it's taught me is just to listen a lot to people when you talk to them or um, just think a lot about what they say or if they have an opinion, people may surprise you. They may see one thing when then you think, oh, I never thought of that. But it also has taught me that you have to be sort of bold when you follow your dreams. I've, you know, this has been a dream of mine for, for years. And sometimes I could be timid like Darren and just not know what to say or what to make characters do or who to contact to try to get it published. And that's not a good way to move forward in your life or following a dream. So I learned that you have to take bold moves, but also try to be aware of everything that the people around you are saying and feeling. Wow. Thank you for sharing that and making these, uh, and I'm glad this dream is coming true. And you mentioned, I believe November 24th, uh, is the date when the book drops. Yep. That's, that's the official release date and it'll be on different places, but Amazon's maybe the easiest to get it. It's, it's going to be called counterfeit lover. The cover is out. I don't know if you have a picture of the cover. I, I don't have it here. I'm going to include the cover in the podcast description. So if you're watching or listening, please look at the cover um, on a website, shakethecosmos.com or jeromefarmer.com, actually. Jeromefarmer.com, right? You can watch it. Jeromefarmer.com. www.jeromefarmer.com is the website. And you can see description of the book, some, a little bit about the characters, about my bio and how to buy it and all that stuff. So that's, that's what's happening on November 24th. And we don't know yet if there'll be any book talks because of COVID or anything. We're all hoping that we can at least have a release party. But uh, for me, you know, it's my first real, I wrote a children's book, but this is my first novel. And it's going to be really an exciting process, COVID or not. I'm just thrilled about the whole thing. Well, congrats again. And I'm super excited. Uh, and again, for listeners to go to jeromefarmer.com. Um, the new the counterfeit, counterfeit liver, lover is coming out November 24th, 2020. So, all right. Thank you, Jerome, so much for, uh, for sharing uh, about your book. Thank you, Abhishek. This was very nice of you. I enjoyed it. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week.